lemon sad sack what do you wish for i make a wish kid i wish to be like really married like i'm married now but like really (laughs) married one where you can keep your gamecube (laughs) (laughs) hey i figured that out motherfucker uh uh, honey i'm kidding love you uh i'm ritter i'm mike and i'm your third wish Yes. Um, so uh, this was a kind of like a really big weekend. A lot of bangers coming out. So um, we're talking about the September nineteenth release, uh, in which uh, Beast, um, Orphan, First Kill, uh, Spin Me Round. Um, I like how he said September instead of August. Oh fuck! <laughs> what year is it? This is the August nineteenth weekend, uh, where we have such bangers as. Why are you dating us like that? Orphan. Uh, hey, this is actually going to come this, out on there's time. There's a point. There's a point to this. Uh, Beast, um, Orphan, First Kill, Spin Me Round. Uh, my name is Sarah. When did my name is Sarah come out? Uh. By the uh, way, Orphan First Kill, I've already seen leaked footage of it, and literally no one gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and Dragon Ball Super, Superhero. So what did we watch this weekend, guys? We watched a press screening of 3,000 Years of Longing. <laughs> fuck yeah! We're in for yeah, it! <laughs> yeah! So, uh, so when this releases, would be Wednesday, and then tomorrow, you fucking plebeians, <laughs> you fucking pedestrian normie casuals, the citizens, <laughs> uh, will be able to watch 3,000 Years of Loneliness tomorrow. No, but uh, joking aside, we we are prefacing our review that this was a free press screening, so... We're, it's not like we're going to give fake feedback anyway. We've literally interviewed people and been like, yeah, your movie, your movie wasn't sucked. great. <laughs> <laughs> your movie sucked. Oh, my God. So, Why did Bruce Willis stay in that closet? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know we're not going to pull any punches. But it's not like fucking Tilda Swinton was there saying like, hey, guys, thanks for coming out to see. That's the terrible Tilda Swinton. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you for taking the time to watch my movie. Why is she Indian? <laughs> oh, that was supposed to be Idris Elba. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm not good at impressions. But uh, yeah, and neither is Idris. <laughs> I'm kidding. He 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 was serviceable. Um, I've heard worse. I uh, I, I mean, like ac- his accent, or whenever he tries to not do his um native like English accent, is fine. Yeah. Sometimes, like you know, if you're not paying attention to it, um. So that that's why I don't know why all these filmmakers keep asking him to not be British. It's very funny because especially in this movie, he did his American accent, but not American. Well, he's supposed to have like sort of like an Arabic thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't think I've ever heard his American accent. Now that I think about it, you've almost exclusively <laughs> Actually, heard his American no, accent. No, you've technically oh, never heard his American accent because he can't do it. Uh, okay. um, I'll just say he always sounds like a British um, I think, guy. Because <laughs> uh, like, I haven't seen The Wire, but I assume uh, he, he speaks... He's he, he's ser- serviceable there. He's serviceable. Yeah. I've never seen The Wire. Pretty good show, apparently. I don't know. I yeah. haven't watched it. Um, you know what he sounds the best in? Um, uh, Hobbs Sonic and Shaw. Two. Oh. <laughs> no, he, d- uh, dude, yeah, you know, he sounds the best in Sonic 2. Yeah. But Hobbs and Shaw, he's fucking, I'm Wait, fucking Black he? Superman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he That's plays, they he let plays him... Knuckles, right? Yeah, yes. he, he plays Knuckles. That's because they let him be himself in that movie. <laughs> no, um, 3,000 Years of Longing, the new Guillermo del Toro. Uh, <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. No. <laughs> oh, God. No, uh, George, George Miller. Miller. The new George Miller movie. Uh, you might know his work from uh, Matt, every Mad Max movie. And, and also happy, happy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I want you, I want you to take a guess at which movie franchise he said in a quote, "If I have to make another one, I'm going to shoot myself in the head." Mad Max. It was definitely Mad Max. 
no, he hated making Happy Feet. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that would be kind of like his like um fun project. Uh if I was like, it's a actually the yeah. exact opposite. Mad okay. Max is his like serious fun project. Meanwhile, Happy Feet, he's like, yeah, I feel I, like that was the money. I, movie. I think he did it for something for his kids or grandchildren to watch. But then after making it, he's like, I felt so caged in creatively. No, I, but like he he took it seriously, you know. No, like, no, no, Happy no. Feet's a great movie. He it's did. Not like he like fucking. I mean, he's still mean, a professional. That doesn't mean you have you, to like it. You can oh, make no, something. People still fucking even if they're. If producers tell him to tell their directors to make a shitty movie, they'll fucking not care. Yeah. <laughs> and just slap their dick on film. But um, what am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> just go over to camera and just <laughs> <laughs> film it. Um, what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, 3,000 years of longing. More like 3,000 years of runtime. Hey! hey! Uh, Tilda, Sw- Tilda Swinton plays a narratologist. Uh, that's not a real job. It's not. You're basically just an author. <laughs> no, uh, it's um, it's like kind of a person that studies stories, which would could. Be but you're just... not. But you're not an author because you're not writing your own stories. Is is that a like a mythologist? Is that a thing? A person that like studies like old it, myths and shit. Actually, it well, okay. So it's an actual like. Pull that up, Jamie. Field. <laughs> Narratology is the study of narrative structure. That sounds like an English teacher. Yeah, that's she's she's a famous TED talking uh, English teacher. Um, but she explains very early in the movie that she's like, you know, I don't like people. I'm very solitary. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with where I am. I'm happy with what I do, and I like my stories, and that's all I care about. Yeah, uh, all she knows about the world and people, she can learn from just reading books. Now, it's not that she doesn't have friends, because she had, like, co-worker friends. Yeah, and yeah. they care about her. Yeah. yeah. She's just like, I don't need companionship to mm. be happy. Um, But let's, I, I guess let's break this down bit by bit, because I really want to avoid any type of spoilers. Okay. Uh, What's this movie about? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, it's about this woman who um who goes on a trip to go explain basically to do her ted talk she's going to it she's making do one on a trip to do this ted talk what country were we in I, i've completely forgot. turkey turkey okay there we go oh yeah right yeah it's basically just following her going to turkey to go do this ted talk and then um she has these visions at in the beginning okay do you all remember that yeah Yeah. okay just want to make sure that wasn't a fever dream (laughs) are you having visions (laughs) um and eventually they get the best of her and uh something happens and afterwards man i'm I'm just what's the synopsis on the back of the dvd dude (laughs) mike you saw this movie with i know but i'm also trying not to do spoilers no you don't have to talk about we're not even wanting scene by scene just general Okay. What is the inciting incident, and what's the rest of the movie about? Okay. So this woman goes to a shop and comes across this l- potion bottle-looking thing. Okay. It's kind of like uh, they don't know what it is, though. Yeah. It's like a flask. They knew it. They like, knew they know it's a bottle, it's a but they're just like... It's like, yeah. how authentic is it? Anyway, uh, she cleans it. Starts and, rubbing uh, one out. Uh, yes, yeah, she, she rubs on it, and uh, a genie comes out, or a djinn. Jin, yeah. I think I said that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lo and behold, she gets three wishes, and it's just a story about them learning about each other and whether or not she should actually use these wishes. And, um, yeah, I I think that I can say that. <laughs> I don't know what I, I'm the worst at my, this. I, my, I'm the, you should not let me do this. My, I don't know why you I, let me do this. I almost want to just start a YouTube short series. <laughs> Of just combining your synopsises of movies. And like, this week on Mike Explains. <laughs> tries to explain what this movie is. Well, like, what, is tr- what is Starship Troopers like, about? Wasn't it uh, part of your job also bugs. to try to like convince customers what movies are about? Yeah, I did an awesome job because I made it in one sentence because I just, I went based on the person. No, you want to know what Mike fucking did on the register? He just read what the synopsis was for <laughs> I, the movie. You know what? I hate when, like, my employees do that, but, like, 
you know, sometimes no. they don't have see ever, the movie, so they'll have, have to go Have you ever heard what, how I explain Spring break, Breakers to an elderly couple? A bunch of young, naked kids? <laughs> <laughs> no, I Party was like, it up? I was like, uh, it, it's about the... Uh, no, actually, it wasn't me. My bad. I remembered that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just stealing someone else's story. I'm yeah, just taking up. credit. Mike's, Mike's story of the best synopsis <laughs> he gave someone was one where he wasn't fucking hey, talking. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, <laughs> I immediately retracted my statement once I remembered it correctly, okay? No, but still not going to let you live that one down. Because <laughs> I was a... Hey, but with... hold on. Let's get, let's get back Anyways, to the yeah, movie yeah. real quick. Now, let's go back to the synopsis real quick. So, the way I explained Gravity, which was that Sandra Bullock stuck in space yeah. movie, I was like, it's uh, 90 minutes of Sandra Bullock floating in space. That was something to sell to people. And also, that's not wrong because a lot of it is just her in space. Yeah. Just floating, trying, if, to, if trying you to find... Stop floating. If you would like your, like, cinephile, like, highbrow synopsis, it's about a woman who uh, unleashes a djinn. She gets told she has three wishes, and they both explore their own past of companionship longing and loneliness it's because she is also like we alluded to earlier uh she has no like earthly desires yeah like she has uh, she has this opportunity for three wishes but she's also like learned so she knows that every story about wishes are monkey pot stories where there's like a stipulation there's a piece of bad luck and all stories that have been tragedy yeah all, all stories having to do with wishes have a moral in which like you know and it is Be funny because there is a bit in that where he's like, I'm not trying to trick you. And she's like, but what What about that one story you just told me? He's like, okay, that's not, it wasn't a trick. It just didn't work out. <laughs> she's yeah. like, see, that's proof. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the visuals, let's start with the visuals. Yeah. Holy God, is this movie pretty. This movie is very pretty. It's very stylized and it's very uh, obvious, like just from the trailer. Because like what sold me the most on the trailer was just kind of like the style yeah. of it. And although it's, um, what, God, what song was playing for the trailer? It was um, just kind of like funky um, rock. It yeah. kind of gives off that kind of like Ocean's heist type of feel. Uh, but it's like so- energetic and like super stylish something like a bunch of cool people yeah. are in this movie and then you walk in this movie it's a bunch of fucking nerds <laughs> lonely ass um, nerds there aren't there aren't any chads in here the, it is a, betas the storytelling in this is very like anthology yeah yeah it, it is funny because like like you said the trailer like shows like this kind of cool boom, funky boom, movie boom, and stuff boom, boom, but the movie actually is very it's, subdued it's fantastical but it's very grounded yeah, in what it's why it's telling certain stories. You know, the, the the movie trailer reminds me a little bit of how Harry Potter trailers are, where it's a bunch of people transforming into animals and like yeah. a bunch of magical shit is and happening. And that happens like, and it's like super edited and shit and uh like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you go into the movie and you're like, so when did you fall in love first? Oh, I fall, I fell in love with a woman, <laughs> but she tricked me. and you're just Um, like this magic's cool but why are they angsty (laughs) Um, uh, so yeah I didn't go into this movie seeing the trailers I never go into any movie any movie unless you guys force me to watch the trailer I don't think I've seen a a trailer for most movies that we watch Mike always goes in blind I go in completely blind also his memory is garbage because we'll tell him exactly what it's about like a week before he goes okay and then we're showing up and he's like what's this movie about again (laughs) listen I just it's because I have to know a lot I have to a lot of things coming my way and I just got gotta choose to pick and choose what's most important for the moment but uh I will say something I like about the visuals is that like especially with the djinn like they they he never feels like he's solid like he he they they give this uh, like, like nice physically? wispiness to him mm-hmm. constant even when he's in a solid state he has this air of like just you could just wisp away if you, you could hit him to. with a bat yeah. and then he'll just turn into yeah, puff of dust don't get a start on his liquid state yeah but they uh i don't i don't think any of the cgi looked cheap the only scene that was like a little odd to me involved um 
a certain follower turning into something. I don't want to spoil it. I don't remember. But (laughs) it doesn't matter. But there there was only like one or two parts where the visuals were a little odd. Um, Or maybe like the CGI could have been a little bit better. I think it's stylized, but, um, you know, the war battlefield um, during like uh, the, the... ottoman empire like scene very much it was it's just a giant s orange green screen and it's fucking just orange and black it's 300 um eh, eh. but guess what it's supposed to be that like that the story doesn't care about big events it cares about the little ones yes um also not gonna lie for like two-thirds of the movie i thought this was all in her head why because of the because very like beginning. the inter- the beginning yeah, where it talks about like she uh, already having these like imaginations and yeah. imaginary characters showing up. Um, oh, so you're you were wondering if the djinn even existed? At all. Yeah, yeah, for, like because... the longest time until okay. like later. Yeah, because well, like the, the the movie kind of starts with like um, it's best if I try to explain this as if it was a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. So I can see that half uh, for a good portion of the movie, I also thought that like, yeah, none of this was real. Oh. Um, but something that was kind of like surprising is that this movie is, um, it's really about like, kind of just like the characters and the movie is just talking. Yeah. I you mean, say this has a very human aspect to it. I, I feel like the true theme of the movie. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like the true theme of the movie that I pulled from it is that it's called 3000 years of longing for a reason, Be- for a reason. And it's about how people's desire comes from loneliness Mm -hmm. and comes from their, like, their want to feel loved, to have a companion, to be part of something. Yeah. And every story told in this movie exemplifies that in a different way, for good or for worse. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know. I wanted magic. That has nothing to do with me being lonely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just me wanting to do magic. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I felt like the whole movie was just trying to explain that a lot of people, what they want, what they need, what they strive for, comes from loneliness and wanting to be part of something. And that it, it's exemplified really well in these characters in how it's acted too, because all the acting was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the most silly parts of the movie were still acted straight-faced enough to where it's like, you know what? They're just in it. It's what yep. they are. It's what it is. Um and I think the I think the anthology aspect of it was very I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, no, but I liked it a lot. Expected. Yeah. Um the I, the best use of it actually I thought was um Actually, it's not really much of an anthology, but it kind of uh, it, the movie is broken up into parts, right? Yeah. Because yeah. whenever they go into a story, um, or the, whenever they go into a flashback, it they it's like it a has chapter. A, of the it's book. a chapter of a book, and it has a dedicated part. And I think that's kind of like maybe how the short story that the movie is based on is like structured. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I don't know anything about the. Oh, it was based off a of short story. Yes, you read the credits, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe you think I want to read in my. English you... <laughs> uh, dubbed movie. It's not even dubbed. Uh, yeah. So, like, I don't know if that's how the original story uh, was, but um, Hateful Eight, I loved, was that was broken into eight chapters and it was just titled, and then here's what's going on. But, yeah. like, and it lent to it pacing really well and keeping you engrossed in it. And I mean, it's, the chapters also build into the fact of like it's Tilda Swinton telling the story, and she's a narratologist, so she knows how to structure it narratively to make it like flow. And oh, there was one chapter that like, got me to laugh. <laughs> Would that be a spoiler if I said it or no? I don't even know what you're talking about. One of the one of the chapter names was really funny. Was oh, it because the, is it the the two brothers and the giantess? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's just a fun title. Yeah, no, yeah. They, the, the, to preface, like, each flashback, there's, like, a little title card, um, uh, because we're kind of, re- uh, it's the, it's Idris Elba recounting, like, uh, parts of his life, um, and basically the, the thing that kind of starts it is just Tilda Swinton asking, how did you get in the bottle? 
Yeah. And then he says, like, that's the third time I've been put in the bottle. And it's like, okay, what well, was the first time? And then that's where uh, it goes. So it, the the movie is actually Tilda Swinton telling us a story about Idris Elba telling her a story. Yeah. Uh, about his life. Um, and so, which leads into kind of like the big parts uh, that I really liked about the movie, which was the world building. Yeah. Um, the, and like, the characterization of it. And, and the characterization of the characters. And the slow, like, reveal of how, like, magic has slowly left the world, too. Because that's shown through the stories, mm-hmm. slowly but surely. But it, it kind of re- is also revealed, like, at the end. Why. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, something I really like is that a point brought up early is... You know what? That might be slightly spoilery, so I'll hold that off for a bit. But... um. I, I feel like with runtime, this actually isn't uh, like three hours or anything. It's just like um, it's what an hour, f- two two hour forty eight. It does 48. feel yeah. like a long movie though. Yeah, I, I say it's three three thousand years of runtime. It just feels long. I think it's just because of the pacing of the movie is not like very fast or exciting. Um, I, and not to say like if it, it's like just because it feels long doesn't mean it was necessary. yeah it was bad. I, I the was fucking so. Same- interested in all the stories it's the fucking same length as sonic 2 yeah i it just feels long <laughs> and i f- i feel bad because i'm looking on its imdb right now and it's not getting fantastic reviews yeah which is unfortunate because i very much enjoyed this movie and yeah absolutely i i feel like the runtime like you said, I think it's based on how the pacing of the story plays out. It There's not really much I could say could be cut. Because it's all meant to progress like the emotion aspect of each story. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I feel like each quote-unquote chapter of the movie was explored for the exact right amount of time. I would say the back end could be... I don't, I don't, I don't want to say cut. Cause there are, cause you know, I would have, if it would have ended any sooner, I would have been disappointed. Yeah. There's a, there's a certain part of, there's a uh, certain thing about this movie in that, um, once you like you guys watch it, uh, you'll be like, okay, two, the first two thirds of the movie is its own movie. And then the last third of the movie is its own movie. Um, and like, it just feels like two separate things yeah but they're all connected and which is what i i i alluded to um after we just like finished watching it where i was like this works better as like a tv show yeah i i could see it as like a nice mini series yeah. but i don't know i don't know because like yeah you it, know like marvel's what if yeah but the mini series would just be following mm-hmm. the Jin experiencing his own life yeah, yeah. And then there would just be three episodes of darkness because he's stuck in a bottle. <laughs> um, but no, I I feel like I feel like the movie isn't going to perform as well as it should. No, I don't think primarily so. because of its pacing and the I I can already see that there's going to be people disappointed on the promise the trailer makes versus mm-hmm. what the movie actually is. What what was the trailer like? fantastical and like like upbeat like funky a like bunch of shit's going ha- uh, like happening oh. it sounds like it's gonna be like a magical beast thing no it kind of sounds like it's gonna be like a rom-com buddy movie a little bit of like a because the trailer is like um, <laughs> this this um anti-social n- book nerd and this fantastic genie happened across <laughs> is this just Aladdin paths. now <laughs> happening by the way not kidding a recent uh, cut of the trailer got released on YouTube after press releases and stuff got added in. And literally one of the reviewers said, it's a modern day Aladdin for adults. Is what one of the reviews was. You could argue that. Dude, it's because, so not. Because it's so being an ad- okay, so Okay, so being an adult is boring and this movie is boring. <laughs> <laughs> there I said it. Dude, the, like... <laughs> That that take is such a bad take, and I hate it so much. <laughs> this is the Dark Souls of movies. <laughs> <laughs> that, the thing Fuck is, you! Like, from what it sounds like, 
the trailer was misleading, and that can normally yeah. The, and the trailer is the scene of Idris Elba coming out and him growing out and into and filling out the hotel, and then I think the scene that, of them interacting with the old neighbors, and I think uh, is that uh, is like Tilda Swinton being naked also like in their embrace was that also no, in the trailer? Okay, it was not. Um, bunch of like colorful wisps and wind yeah. going off, and so one thing to let <laughs> you know. I'm uh, sorry. It's just like the Artemis Fowl trailer. Oh, God. <laughs> if you guys remember that. Um, there's fucking scenes in that trailer that didn't show up in the movie. And also that movie is fucking edited to hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The uh, fucking those kids don't talk on screen. <laughs> their ADR is just playing in the background and you don't see their mouths move. They fucking at piped in conversation. If you want to look at one of our old episodes, we did an episode on it. Huh. But yeah. there's a bunch of stuff missing from there because I wasn't as learned as I... Yeah. As, as, also, as I don't think I've seen the movie. Artemis Fowl? You watched it I, yes. with us. I don't think I watched it with you. you I think did. we did. No, I did. I honest to God blocked it out of my brain. Then I don't... We. I have to... I guess I have Mike, to Mike, your memory is shit. And you read no farther than the first three words of a text message. Are you really surprised if you forgot about the goddamn movie? Everyone forgot about Artemis Fowl. <laughs> Anyways, uh, something for people to know... Oh. Uh, commonly, trailers are not made by the filmmakers or by the even this film studio. You know what? That ma- marketing company that made that 3,000 years trailer is fucking good. <laughs> yeah, but they... You can't stop me! Stop! <laughs> but, no, they... Tra- they're called trailer houses because they're just companies that studios go, hey, here's some scenes, make a trailer. And they go, okay. I think they yeah, that, um the they have access to more than that because um uh DreamWorks um yelled at maybe not DreamWorks but the director like was angry at the trailer uh, makers for releasing like that Hiccup's mom was in the movie. Oh yeah, that's right. So I think they have access to the entire movie and then just like pick and choose clips from it. Also wait, well wouldn't like uh Disney or Pixar just have their own in-house people that make the trailer? Not always. Now they do. Probably. But for the longest time, they did not. Yeah, because like there's a specific style to Disney trailers, especially Star Wars, where it's like mysterious. Mm -hmm. All it is is just pure emotion, and you have no idea what the plot is about, which is why like Star Wars trailers are pretty safe to watch unless you're like a super like spoiler baby, and you don't even want to know what the characters look like. Mike. Hey, listen. It's just I don't want to go out of my way. I was, to go I, I, dude. I was one of those. Like whenever, uh, after, whenever the new Star Wars trailers were coming out, I would leave the room. <laughs> so, I, um, yeah, I, I've grown. I up feel bad. Good job. The the movie is okay. Here's what's gonna happen, and I'm already gonna call it opening weekend. It's gonna get probably about 70 percent of its initial auditoriums filled, maybe. And then about 10% of them are going to leave the movie early because it's not the movie they wanted to see. I think it's going to be smaller because like, I don't think people walk out that much, really. And then the following, literally the following day, you're going to be lucky if you get <laughs> more Saturday. than... <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're going to be lucky if there's more than 30% in each auditorium. You know what was kind of like surprising? And um, I, I've talked to other people about this. is just like how far uh, word of mouth goes because word of mouth fucking destroyed thor yeah within the same three days was it bad um just that like you expect a billion dollars to be made for marvel movies but like after the after friday where a bunch of like hardcore fans saw thor then word of mouth uh would get around that this movie sucks (laughs) here Um, you want like saturday and sunday although they were somewhat higher they were like more bigger numbers than friday um, it's not as much as like one would assume. Yeah, you want a review within a review. This last Thor movie is Thor Ragnarok, but not as well written. Oh, I think it was there. written. Yeah, I think it was written fine. It just the execution. The ner- the they d- didn't. Uh, We're not going into a review of Thor in this. This is three thousand years of longing. They. I they, long to talk about this movie. The, the thing is, Do that you were already happened. near the end of it though, without going into spoilers. Well, we we can start exploring some aspects of it more, but we're we're not going to go into what's a, what's spoilers. some pros and cons about this movie. I would say some pro- scenes go a little too long. That's a con. Interesting. I would say a pro. Visuals are fantastic. 
I think the I think the storyline is well crafted mm-hmm. because you uh the the Tilda Swinton's character basically says early on she gets more she understands emotion from the story she reads. There's an implication necess- that she has like, you know, is a little bit on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and that she doesn't understand human emotions and so she under- yeah. but she understands human emotions when they're like written to her in a book or told to her and like the way that it's structured is you have the djinn just Idris Elba just pouring his soul about these stories about his experiences. Sa- well, same with her too because she also shared her Exactly. Some of her yeah. But like they grow to understand each other and she grows to like care mm-hmm. like deeply and like it it go it goes farther into that but like just the the way the back and forth kind of happens between these two characters feels natural and it feels earned in my opinion yeah yeah i can agree with that i would uh like that it this would be a cool thing if they were different people. <laughs> I don't think Tilda Swinton has chemistry with Idris Elba. I think they have the exact amount of chemistry needed for this type of story. <laughs> um, they're, uh, like, I understand... Who, who but... would you rather have there, then? I don't know. I feel like... Um, I don't want to, like, gatekeep age or anything, but, like... Uh, probably like someone younger, but it makes sense that it would have to be someone who's lonely and has like lived their life already and figured out yeah. that they don't need other people. Um, and they have to have lived their life on Earth long enough for have the certain amount of longing. Needed. I do feel like if they were younger, then like it'd be more of a rom com at that point. Yeah, but I feel like making them younger would take away from the core theme of the story. Actually, yeah, uh, uh, some something I actually just realized and noticed right now. I don't think Idris Elba has, like, romantic chemistry with a lot of people, even though he's, like, insanely charismatic and good-looking. It's because he's got that British bachelor energy, man. Yeah, yes. like Yeah, so, like, he literally called himself a garbage hipster. <laughs> uh, what's the what's that movie uh, he did with uh, um, Have you, uh, Katie... Pacific Rim, what? Uh, uh, Katie, something about mountains, uh, stuck, uh, stuck in your mountains. What the Motor fuck? Your mountains. It's what fucking. The fuck? It's what? a uh, who who the fuck plays Rose in Titanic? Jesus Christ, I'm so dumb. I can't remember. Uh, okay, hold on. Jamie's pulling it up right now. <laughs> uh, while while you're doing that, um, so the only the the funny thing is, I like to think of the. Have you guys ever seen Solar Opposites? Yes. That TV, that Hulu TV show. And, and the one episode he's in where it's just where he just has a major BDE. <laughs> and I'm no, like, that's him. That, that, that's, that's him. Like 100%. Him. That's yeah. him every time. And it's so funny. The mountains between us. The mountains between us. Yeah. They uh, so fucking they have a sex scene in there. And like, I was like, I don't care about either of them <laughs> making love. They're both good looking people. Idris Elba much more attracted than her. <laughs> I don't fucking care about the relationship, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he... The thing is, he is a fantastic actor, though. Yeah, and yeah. like in movies he uh, he's in, I don't think... Uh, like Pacific Rim, I really liked him. Uh, he, he doesn't have like um, a love interest in a lot of movies. Um, and I don't feel like... He, because his should. big dick energy yeah. is too big. Yeah. yeah. He can't... No one can contain him. Unless there's someone that can equal his, uh, his Like Sheba. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> if we spent more time in that, uh, in that in the part spoiler, of the story... In, this. <laughs> in that part of the story and just turn that into a movie, I'd be down. I'd like the I characters. would too, <laughs> honest. That, you know what? I, I will... Okay. There, the, the, so, so my con... Is that there are a bunch of good movies in this movie, and we saw a little snippet of each of them. Yeah. Also, the people that were mm, no. Mm, From uh, your thought, uh, say it. Uh, okay, so the other like stories of his uh, were like younger women. Okay. And yeah, yes. then you, they kind of ended in tragedy. Okay. So it made sense that the one that would work out would be the older one with more experience and understanding of like his situation. I suppose. And I feel like I don't know. I don't 
feel like it was I I see where you're coming from. Okay, but... so I actually um I to kind of expand on that. Uh there all of the um, the women in his life um except for Queen Chiba, yeah. uh long may he reign, may she reign. Um the queen um aside from her, the first girl, uh all of the other people he's interacted the fucking with boss Boss Bi- babe. The, 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 the girl boss <laughs> has the girl <laughs> boss gatekeep uh, um all of the, the women in his life and all of the people uh also uh, in his life are young and immature, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Tilda Swinton came along who's lived her life, figured out what she wants, or at least what she thinks she wants, um that he's finally found an equal. Maybe. But okay. he's also, thank, you, thank you, Kevin, for helping with that red pill. I but was also, he and... was like, uh, he's also grown since then because he's fucking stuck in a bottle. Yeah. Um, which uh, his entire life sounds like hell, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like when he was explaining, I was like, that's his ex. Yeah. His explanation of what life in the bottle was like for those for that time. It's like, holy shit. You guys, you guys remember uh, cars from Jojo part two? Yeah, yeah. That's just him. That's just forever. him. <laughs> I was thinking eventually of, uh, Idris Elba stopped thinking. You, you, I, I was. You want to know uh, why Genie from Aladdin sounded fucking schizophrenic? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was and thinking on of, uh, Coke. Have you, do you guys remember that? Uh, have you guys ever seen like that Ben Ten episode with the time thing? No. <laughs> Dude, you need to get better at like narrowing. No, down it's just that I didn't watch Ben Ten that much. I oh. did, but you just said okay, the so time. It's when thing. it's when he's a teenager now, and uh, there's this, were there time there's cops? This, there's this there's this time uh, alien that keeps following him, and anything it touches like ages like really really. Oh, fast. okay, I know what you're talking. And about. And now, and the doctor that basically created this thing, or like made it like helped it escape or whatever, yeah. um, was stuck in like this. Uh, in between state of time where he was immortal but also going I know with, exactly like, yeah. completely stuck uh, in that space now for- to bring up the same exact point that Mike did do you guys remember that Justice League uh unlimited episode um I think it's called Times Arrow No that's fucking Star Trek <laughs> Um that's what the title uh, of a Star Trek episode is Nerd wait nerd <laughs> are you are you talking about that one where okay, the so dude the, gets put in jail and- It's the Old West episode Yeah yeah and they show the old DC superheroes there uh, the bad guy. If you guys do, you guys he remember gets, he gets stuck in a time loop of him like, getting uh, caught like, by his wife, yelled yeah. at, and then he's like, "I'll show you," and he just restarts it. And they're yeah. like, "Yeah, it's isolated to just his house." Yeah, which also sucks because you've trapped the wife in that too. <laughs> I think it's just for him too, but for him because his uh, that wife uh, will continue to live on, but like it's from his perspective. Also, I don't think he notices. No, I think he's he just, doesn't recognize it. Yeah, he's yeah. just stuck there. Yeah, I think he's just living the same uh, forty seconds over and over, um, just like stuck there. And I guess for a time villain, that's the proper way to take care of them. Yeah, because they're probably like the most power. That's the most powerful like power set you can have. Anyways, but three thousand years of longing. <laughs> um, I let's 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 give it a rating. What about my opinions? Uh, so oh yeah, I'm sorry. I've already talked about uh, how this movie is kind of boring, um, like, but like there are so many good parts of it. Like I, I know that a lot of people worked hard on this movie. It looks great. Everything's professionally done. About all the technical aspects of it, uh, all the writing is good. The only thing uh, that sucks for me is that this doesn't feel like a movie in the general sense that there's um, an overall conflict, a rising action, and like uh, something to kind of just bring it all together. It's a collection of just stories, and um, like if you kind of just like think about it, where was the climax of this movie, and also what was the conflict of this movie? I thought the conflict okay. was him trying to get her to make those wishes. Yeah, <laughs> like that was the conflict. Nah, dog. I no big brain coming in. Okay, oh boy. The conflict of the movie was loneliness. That's not a. That's not the conflict. That's like the. It is a conflict. That's, that's the a lesson and yeah, the theme. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so yeah, conflict wishes, climax. Near the end. You're talking about like the basement. Wh- yes, but like 
Wow, that I sounds think, so but, ominous. But okay, so now when you when <laughs> the you basement. Now, so when you think about the conflict, did eighty percent of the movie prior to that lead up to that basement? Yes, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I at think all. it did. The only thing, the only things that led up to the parts in the basement, or just some small snippets about himself peppered throughout the movie, but the overall part of the movie her didn't rise wish, to that like point. I would say her first wish is the climax of the movie. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah, so weird, yeah, right? And it's so weird. It's in the fucking. Uh, actually, it's like kind of like sixty percent of the movie. Yeah. 60, 75% of the movie. Like, that's the climax. And so when you tell someone that, like, uh, a movie about a person with three wishes, they say their first wish uh, fucking 17 hours into the movie. (laughs) And you're like, what the fuck happens in the rest of the movie for wish two and three? And when you think about it, wish two and three are the most kind of just, like, lame things you've ever heard when you're in a genie granting three wishes movie. Yeah. Um. And in a certain sense, but that's pretty original. But, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, because this also works into your guys's red pill of this is what happens when you have a mature, older woman as the master, <laughs> where she's lived her life, she knows what she wants, so her wishes are contrastly going to be more mundane than people who have had nothing and have an experienced life when whenever we uh record for dragon ball super we're gonna reference this uh review and movie (laughs) (laughs) Uh, kevin and i are pointing at each other we're laughing right now because we know (laughs) um and you guys probably know too if you've seen Uh, the movie but we gotta what what, tell us the timestamp right now what's the timestamp all right, uh, we'll we'll say forty one twenty. Okay, right. Someone write that down. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, Jamie write, write that, that down. down. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, uh, I would say uh, this movie is not kind of just like for everyone. Um, if you're into movies, if you're into George Miller, uh, if you like Happy Feet, uh, if you like Feet <laughs> in general, um, <laughs> I, I, I literally the. Well, scene, I watched this movie. The, the scene where the gin comes out and that foot comes through the bathroom. I audibly heard Kevin go. Oh. <laughs> for me like this shut up no 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 oh. no the, t- the title the the two brothers in the giantess i was like ritter yeah. ritter calm yourself calm, calm yourself so. keep it in your pants he was saying that i'm like why <laughs> uh so i think of these jokes that are supposed to be said to me yeah but i have but i thought of them so i have to say it to yeah. someone else he knows like we won't say it so he knows he has to say it, so it gets out there. <laughs> so what but, about you, Mike? What's so, your opinion of the movie? I think, so, uh, but uh, oh. sorry, uh, yeah. If you're uh, kind of like just highbrow cinephile uh, George Miller fan, um, if you're a fan of like characterization and like um, performances, uh, if you're if, if, if you're just like into into like the art of acting, <laughs> if you're willing to be patient, yeah. Uh, but there isn't anything exciting in this movie, so I wouldn't recommend like a lot of just general audiences to see it. Um, yeah. This is like a yeah. this is a movie buff movie, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like this is like on that level of oh, there was a what was another good example? What's that? What's a, there was another movie we watched that was also really artsy, but I can't remember what it was now. Uh, uh, the Lighthouse. No, not the <laughs> li- I mean Lighthouse is also another another good example. Artsy yeah. fartsy poopsy comedy. Like, this is definitely not like a general, uh, like public. Northman. Mm. That was more artsy than yeah. it was. Yeah, I would say okay. Yeah, it's kind of like on in Morbius. That... <laughs> <laughs> no, Morbius I... is art. Yeah. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, Morbin time. Anyways, so like <laughs> that'll never Morbi... get old. <laughs> yeah. I, as long as it's said, I'll keep it alive somehow. So I'll never stop morbing. <laughs> Oh, is it Minions 2? It's an artsy movie and it yeah. isn't for general <laughs> audience? Uh, anyways, because the way, for me at least, because I am not very good at categorizing things, I have general public movies like Transformers and like. The I don't Marvel think general movies. like general people like Transformers anymore. I mean, not anymore. <laughs> so but I wouldn't recommend I would, no, it. Hold on, like, let, hold let, on. Mike, yeah, yeah. let Mike explain. <laughs> like, basically, the general public movies are like the big, like, temples, like, yeah. triple A films okay. that are like, you know, mm-hmm. you. The the ones that people are gonna go see because they're really fun, mm-hmm. they're like Marvel, generally and stuff. easy to follow, and 
uh, they, they hit those high octane moments for your brain to be like mm-hmm. clapping its hands. Okay. <laughs> and then you, activate and, my neurons. Yeah. And then you have like the um, the arts the artsy films mm-hmm. that you can't really turn your brain off. Otherwise, you're going to either get lost, bored, or you're not going to and you're going to end up not understanding what the point of the film. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and that's where I would kind of put that one. And then I have a third category, which is just my B movies. Just are, garbage. Just, just the garb. The, you mean like Iron Mask? Hey, no, that was, that was, that's art. That's, that, that's, that's art. actually high octane. Yeah. It activates my, my endorphins, yeah, my neurons. That, that's the general public. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, this, I could put I that. Like my spa- I like still, my Chinese I, space marines. All right. I, I was about to say, all three of us fucking popped off when the ancient Chinese space marines popped out. And no, we're like, that's. Oh, shit. Nah, that shit should have been in theaters. Yeah. Although I think that was during pandemic. So it didn't. I think it was. <laughs> it was, but that. That mm. that shit was hype as fuck. Yeah, and I was so disappointed <laughs> the with first what movie. It did. <laughs> <laughs> like God, the first one just kind of rough compared. Yeah, first one happened, and then the second one, we're like, now this is art. <laughs> <laughs> this is Morbin to the extreme. Um, but we saw it the second one first, note, right? Uh, who <laughs> yeah, who made did. the Transformer movies again? Michael Bay. Is it Michael Bay? Yeah. Yeah. So I I watched like a whole, not not. Have you guys ever seen those cracked videos? I try not to. Oh, I think I have. So he was actually <laughs> talking about how Michael Bay was one of like the best. Oh, you don't mean ever. like the cracked magazine or like uh the cracked website, right? No. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm talking about like the the YouTube channel cracked. Oh, the like wisecrack. I don't know if it's called wisecrack. I just remember it just being cracked. And like they just kind of break down like certain weird I'm pretty aspects sure it's of the, things. The website, it's the magazine. It probably is. It and they be. say Michael Bay is the so best they, filmmaker. So they they make an argument saying Michael Bay is one of the best like directors of film mm-hmm. because they uh, name off like a lot of things that he got awards for and stuff that you wouldn't just give to anybody. But and, they did. They just gave it to someone. <laughs> well, no, like he's gotten like a lot of good awards for like art stuff. I think and Michael then, like, Bay works when he's not uh, allowed to write anything. Yes, <laughs> that's and f- holy the shit. Thing is, that's the thing true. is, the thing is, it's an it's argued that he made the Transformer movies because he knows what the audience wants. Yeah, and it's a and it's a representation that the audience doesn't want art. Yeah, they so want, I'm gonna give them this. They to want show them. objectified women and robots fighting. And that was the argument. It was like lens this flares, is, like he's explosions. Like, he's like. He's basically like making fun of the audience because this is what they're seeing, wanting to watch. I it, I highly I, disagree because that there is uh, stories oh. from behind the scenes where he was just as into it as <laughs> anyone else was watching it. Fair enough. I think. Yeah. I'll I mean, have like, to show you guys the video and then maybe I can. You guys can make your opinion. Uh, I, I think, can't justify. I can't. But hold on. I think he likes the the movies that he puts out. And I think I bet he does. Yeah, and I think like that's just what he wants to see. Um, and you know, some people are not going to be into just like high highbrow film, uh, like arts, that's fair. Arts for art's sake type of like. Film. I was just I was just um pushing back against the him trying to make fun of the audience. Uh, I'll show you guys the video. I and think then he you understands make... what audience he's going for. I think yeah. that's the yeah. idea too. But back to three thousand years yeah. of longing because we keep. Mike, I I, uh, I recommend it if you're an arts like if you like those, if you're an art buff and like a movie buff, this is a movie for you. Otherwise, if you're just like, I don't know, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't watch it. I I mean, I've kind of been spewing my opinion constantly. I would say solid. I would say solid seven out of ten. I think yeah yeah I think you like it more than we do. You I probably do mm-hmm. from what I yeah. can tell. I might, but yeah I. If you're if you're willing to be patient and to try to see this movie for more than just its visuals, it's a very good movie. You know what? Um, this movie is like a great thing to kind of just like analyze and do a like a video essay on. Yeah, like this is food yeah. for video essayists on YouTube. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> Same, dude. Video editing's hard. <laughs> Wee bit. Yeah. How's that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yo>! <laughs> but uh no i 
I would recommend the movie. Just be patient with it when you mm-hmm. go see it. And don't expect the movie the fucking trailer sets you up to watch. Who knows? Maybe there's something... that's not what you're getting. There's maybe something in the spoiler section, because we're going to spout off a bunch of cool shit. Uh, that... Oh, so we are having a spoiler section. It... Yes, yeah, so... Okay, hold on. I gotta wrap my brain around that. You guys keep going. We're all... We're gonna keep it very short, though. Very short. So, three. Do you want to keep it, like, mysterious? Like, because, like, I think there isn't... Uh, I, feel, I feel like... If you go in with already, like, some prior knowledge into the movie, I think you'll enjoy it more. Well, I, that's what the first the, part of our The uh, reason I want to was. avoid spoilers is because we are technically going to get this out before the movie comes out. Oh, yeah, shit. Right. So let's not ruin okay. it for people. But you know what? How about this? We'll release an episode in the future where we go into spoiler talk about it. Specific for the first time ever, and we decide or, it's 3,000 years of longing? Or, or <laughs> no. hear me out on this. We, we say the outro, and then we each say one thing about the spoiler. That way, no people who... <laughs> Don't want to listen to it. Can Mike? I know you. You're gonna do the biggest spoiler in there and go. Is that a big spoiler? That's the point. It's a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, honestly, you've heard our opinions. Check it out. Hit us up on Twitter at Bun Cinema. Let us know what you thought about it. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, Ratio me. Yep. L plus ratio oh plus goaded with the sauce. When we were at the theater, juice. this guy literally shut up. <laughs> he, he was talking to one of the, the cashier, and then he said the whole spiel to them, and <laughs> she was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the whole spiel right, about the so, movie? No, no, no. Or okay, about so, us? No, no. So, um, let me just explain the joke. So. I was ordering a burger at the concession stand and uh, she was like, all right, you want everything on it? And like, yeah. A... And she was like, okay. So like, she didn't say lettuce, tomato, onions. She's like, all right. Any cheese? Like, uh, no cheese plus L plus ratio. So I said something <laughs> along the lines and she was like, what was that last part? And I'm like, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, right there, I was like, died. I was like, ah! <laughs> Well, with that story, uh, I'll, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, I'm cringe. I'm Mike. And I'm longing. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.